I'm Bridget Pettersey, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of November 14th to November 20th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. All right, first things first, we are off next week. It's the holiday, for those of you who don't know or are tuning in from other countries. It is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Spend it with your families and be grateful for all the things you have. Try and enjoy one another's company. Try not to get into any drunken political fights with your crazy aunts and uncles. Although, we get it. (laughs) (laughs) Although, we get it. This episode has been brought to you by Locals. Locals is for independent creators like all of us. It's a great place where you can place all of your behind the paywall kind of content. You can grow your subscribers. You can publish and grow your audience and just be all around a creative out on the internet. Locals provides the tools for creators to publish, operate, and grow all in one place. It's where Fetacy.com is hosted. And you can come subscribe to Fetacy.com to check it out. And you get to see all of our live streams that are behind the paywalls. We have workouts for the ladies. We also put the unedited version of Dumpster Fire every Sunday up for your viewing pleasure, but not everyone's viewing pleasure, just the people who are behind the paywall. It's a great community. You can go and actually have really thoughtful conversations. Everybody's very mindful of one another. And we have one rule, don't be a dick. It's really a magical place. It is. I love going there. And... For all of your viewing pleasure for our public-facing content, go to rumble.com and subscribe to Fetacy. That's where you can see all of our video content first. It's also where we will be doing live streams as soon as we learn how to do them. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was looking at them last night being like, how do we do this? We're such boomers. I mean, we We might as well be boomers. We're such old ladies. Mm-hmm. Even Sam is an old lady at heart. I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of an old lady than these two old ladies. <laughs> I don't know about that. President in waiting. <sighs> For 85 minutes, Kamala Harris became the first female president of the United States while Biden underwent a colonoscopy. We are living in Veep. It is official. <laughs> this, there, this was an episode of Veep. Yeah. Where, where she, she was president for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be president. Of course you are. I mean, there's always hope, man. We've got plenty of hope in this world. I just love the idea that that's why she was president, was that the president was having his ass inspected. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just so Kamala. And they were all these jokes on the internet because they're like, what could go wrong? And then the Rittenhouse verdict came down <laughs> in that 85 minutes. And they're like, they're going to blame that on Kamala, too. Yeah. This is what happens when you have a cop in the White House. <laughs> the white guys get off. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinion on the Rittenhouse matter. For the record, we have not covered that for a reason. It will not be covered. Don't sit here and wait for it. We have no take on it. I did not watch the trial, and therefore I did not feel that I had enough information to opine on such matters. I know this is a very strange take for this day and age where everybody has some kind of opinion based on very little knowledge, but... (laughs) 
And we do that here too, but this is one area where I'm like, not yeah. going to touch that one. Nope. Not touching it. We remain true to not being a new show. <laughs> <laughs> we remain true to our roots of not being a new show. Not and a new show. Not caring. We were laughing about what they were going to find during pres- during Biden's colonoscopy. Oh, right. <laughs> it was like an old button that says vote McGovern. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> One of Hunter's laptops. An early draft of the Constitution. That's an old joke, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe they'll find his memory. I hope Aww. they did. Aww. Luna's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> she was the first woman president. Women! Women! Of course a woman gets to be president when a man's getting a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? <laughs> Biden's Build Back Better plan gives billions to the rich. I mean, are we really that surprised that the limousine liberals are coming for their cut? I'm not. No. I mean, conspiracy theorists have been talking about this for ever. Have they? I don't know. I just found out about it like eight months ago. (laughs) I can't opine on this because (laughs) I don't have enough information and therefore I'm reading the bill. And so if you need to find out my opinion on this, give me two years to finish rooting (laughs) through the 12,000 pages of the bell. We need simpler bills. That no one's read but Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he was the only one that read the bill, and apparently AOC and them came out for it, and then he read it and said it was trash, and then they all came out and they were, like, against it. Oh. Well, because he actually read it. It basically includes a $285 billion tax cut that would almost exclusively benefit high-income households over the next five years. Right, because the salt tax was something that it predominantly affected people who were in high-income blue state, like high-income earners in blue states. Mm. And so now they're getting their money back. It's just so, <laughs> of course, and, and you know, historically, Republicans are the ones who repeal taxes on the rich and Democrats are the ones who are like, tax them all. And now, of course, we're just playing the po- politics game. When Republicans do it, everybody's like, eat the rich. And when Democrats do it, they're like, suck their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I know they're all excited. They're like, Martha, we don't have to sell you. The Hamptons home anymore. <laughs> Although we still can't find a butler and a nanny for it. Get Ophelia on the phone and tell her that summer camp is on for the children. <laughs> she can keep parenting the children and shuffling them to sh- summer camps while we go to our cocktail parties. She wants a raise. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. Please, please, I need money to pay for gas. Please. <laughs> Listen up, Ophelia. You have to pay for your own gas, and you have to pay for your own food while you're here. What? <laughs> and pay for food for the children, too. What? Would you <laughs> this, this thing is called inflation, Ophelia. You probably haven't heard of it. But Charlie loves caviar. I surely can't afford that on $12 an hour. <laughs> you're getting $12 an hour. That should be 10 <laughs> When did you get a $2 raise? <laughs> I quit. All right. And scene. <laughs> improv. Job, Join the Fantasy Improv team at locals.com. We should think of a clever name. For we need a little bit. We need a really lame name. <laughs> then we've got South Carolina Republican introduces bill to decriminalize marijuana at the federal level. 
And I love how Republicans are getting on board with this. They must have figured out that there's money in it. Yeah. You know the country's fucked, though, when Republicans are like, you know, we got to legalize this jazz cabbage all the kids are so excited about. (laughs) (laughs) The GOP is like that Steve Buscemi meme where where they're like, hello, fellow kids. We heard that you like to smoke the wacky tobacco. Anyone have some? <laughs> Anyone want to buy some wacky tobacco? We should have, you know what? We should legalize it. What do you say, kids? How do you do, fellow kids? And they're like, hooray! Let's vote for the Republicans. <laughs> Republicans are fun. They're the grand old party. Republicans were so cool. Unlike. Biden and freaking Kamala. Kamala will throw your ass in prison, but she'll try and be cool with her kicks. <laughs> she'll be like, hey, kids, check out my kicks. <laughs> you can see the moon with your own eyes. <laughs> I fucking hate everybody. Honestly, I, I have every week that goes on, I detach further and further and further from the news cycle. Yep. Soon dumpster fire is going to be coming at you from like the cabin in the woods that's completely off the grid. (laughs) (laughs) Wall Street and central banks are trying to take ownership of nature and the global commons. Sweet. While we're being pushed into a virtual world, the metaverse. I mean, we've been warned about this, I feel. Uh Uh-huh. I feel that the science fiction writers saw this coming in our future. The only vacations you're going to be able to take are on a cruise, a virtual cruise where you get COVID and then the whole thing gets quarantined. <laughs> Virtually. Virtually. And you it's can't like an leave. escape room. The only vacations you'll be able to get are like a, a VR headset voyage to Cabo where then they'll send you water from Mexico so that you still get diarrhea. <laughs> 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 it's the full experience. Think of how fun that would be, just sitting in a chair in your sad apartment, shit in your pants while you pretend you're looking at whales in Cabo. That's where we're headed, folks. And you're just marching blindly towards it without even paying attention, letting these globalists do whatever they want. <laughs> Get wrecked, China! Chinese tennis player Peng Shui goes missing after me tooing a former CCP executive. This was creepy. Many creepy things about China. One is that you, me too, a very high up official in the CCP, and then you disappear. And then allegedly she sent an email because the whole tennis federation, even in China, everybody, she posted something on Weibo, immediately got taken down, kind of detailing and alleging the, the, the rape that occurred. And then that got taken down, and then there was, like, an email from her that was like, I am fine. Don't come looking for me. I'm perfectly okay. And we're like, nothing to see here. I'm all good. And then even, like, Serena Williams came out in support of her and said, you know, we need to find this woman and make sure she's okay or something like that. She said, I am devastated and shocked to hear about the news of my peer Peng Shui. I hope she is safe and found as soon as possible. This must be investigated and we must not stay silent. Sending love to her and her family during this incredibly difficult time. Yeah, see, even Serena comes out and yet LeBron remains silent. Space jam money. It's all that it's all that Chinese money. That's because Serena is a is a tough lady. <laughs> She's a classy star. <laughs> she is. 
Women! 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 What was so weird was there was a YouTube channel and they were detailing what happened to her and then it got demonetized by YouTube. Mm -hmm. And there is some talk about maybe it's because it included the word rape in the title, but it's still very strange. Mm. How convenient. Mm. Have you seen what's on YouTube? They're so weirdly selective. Like anything critical of China. Yeah, we probably will be disappeared. Pretty soon, it's just going to be us kissing China's butt with LeBron James. Pretty soon, they'll come for our dogs, just like they did. Oh, in China? Chinese oh health workers. Don't kill- say that. Chinese health workers killed a corgi who they suspected had COVID. You know you're dealing with robots in hazmat suits when they kill arguably the most adorable dog <laughs> on the planet, a corgi. A little fluffy butt. Uh-huh. Oh, God, it's just so sad. So sad. That story. And that was, there was outrage all over China and the world about this. Mm -hmm. The dog wasn't even confirmed to have had COVID. No. They, like, followed it into it. The dog ran into another room. The owner captured this all on video. And the workers later emerged from the room holding an object in a yellow plastic bag. Poor dog. (laughs) Oh, I know, it's so sad. And the Chinese officials then, instead of just talking about like what happened, they were like, oh, the dog was disposed of humanely. Yeah, disposed of harmlessly or something. Harmlessly, yeah. Poor little corgis next to the bats in the wet market now. This is just China's way of combating the meat shortage. (laughs) We all know who this was a real message for. The Queen of England. China is con- being very confrontational. They're coming for the corgis. They're coming for the queen. If she doesn't die first, which seems like she's on her way out. Meghan Markle killed them. Oh, well. <laughs> and then she really drove the nails into the coffin this week. We've got a new category. Eunuch maker. Step, step, step. Uh, Meghan Markle sits down with Ellen DeGeneres in a surprise interview and took part in a horrible prank sketch that was so embarrassing. It was just, it was hard to watch. I bet Meghan's going to play Kamala in some kind of <laughs> <laughs> biopic. Yeah, this was as awkward as watching Kamala give a speech, uh-huh. like where she's bombing. And I loved how I love how posh the like UK is about their royalty. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is just proof that she was never royalty. What was the exact quote? It was something. This I mean, Maggie can get on board with this. Proof that she never <laughs> knew the difference between being a celebrity and being royalty. Oh, right. Someone said that. That's just so. That's so UK tabloids. Luna, you're you're our UK person. Do you have thoughts? Not coming from the queen. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it should be. Silence from the royals. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we want from our royals. Just do your job. Doing so basically, Ellen was in her ear and she was doing all these pranks and had to do whatever Ellen told her to do, which is like it was like touch your nose. Yeah, just a a, like letting (laughs) do a squat, do a squat. Yeah, and she did a whole thing with hot sauce where she was like, "Mommy loves hot sauce. I'm gonna try something real hot." Okay, mommy wants some heat. Mommy wants some heat. Speaking of hot sauce, you know who has amazing hot sauce? (laughs) 
Who, Bridget? Ha ha hot sauce is the hot sauce that Meghan Markle would really want to get her mommy lips around. around. (laughs) Mommy lips. Yeah, she was like, Mommy needs some milk. And And then she took out out an actual baby bottle. (laughs) Mommy needs some milk. Get the milk out of my purse. Mommy needs some milk. Yeah, it was like sucking out of the nipple. I can't believe she did this, that she just let Ellen DeGeneres humiliate her. I'm surprised when she did that squat that the jade egg that she stole from the queen didn't fall right out of her puss. (laughs) (laughs) Stole from the queen or bought from the goop? I don't know. (laughs) Both. (laughs) Tell us you're running out of royal money without telling us you're running out of royal money, Megan. Tell us you're not getting laid at home without (laughs) telling us you're not getting laid at home, Megan. Seriously, what do you think? Harry, I bet you Harry was secretly horrified by yeah, this. Yeah, tell he me saw you're this. not having sex with your husband. Poor Harry. God Poor damn it. Harry. I mean, this is someone I can get behind Ellen abusing. <laughs> I think we all can. <laughs> What's next? The vagina monologues. Cold weather can cause winter vagina. Some medical experts believe weather changes can affect a lady's private parts, while others disagree, citing hormonal changes. <laughs> oh, God. The frosty flaps and the folds. The frosty flaps and folds is Sam's new favorite <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> I thought this is what Merkins were for. for. <laughs> Do you know what Merkins are? They're like little fur things that you put on your vagina. They're like little wigs. It's like a toupee. Vagina. They're wigs for your, for your yeah. vagina. For your vagina. <laughs> I, we're not quite clear on what they're for because we don't understand <laughs> the purpose of them. It doesn't <laughs> matter, though, because guess what our new product is going to be in the Fetacy Holiday Store? Merkins! <laughs> we're going to sell Merkins with a dumpster fire on them. <laughs> or shaved in the Fetacy logo. <laughs> It's time to introduce our new merch. I am now a niche Merkin merchant. (laughs) (laughs) We're pivoting. We're pivoting. That's what this whole episode is about. We're pivoting, we're pivoting, we're pivoting. Maybe we'll start making hot sauce. Who knows? And compete with our own writer. We'll do like a Merkin for every season of your vagina. (laughs) Next time you go on a media hit, it needs to be host of Dumpster Fire and Merkin Merchant. I don't even think we need to have anything other than Merkin Merchant from now on. That is my title. I thought winter vagina was just what you called it when you didn't get laid for a while. Like, ooh, it's a little frosty down there. Does the vagina have other seasons? Yeah, there's sweaty summer vagina. Autumn vagina where you get lots of, like, colors. Some allergies. We could sell multi-hued mer- merkins for that. Your yes. merkin can come with a little plaid scarf. Yeah. Yes. Your mer- your merkin has some Claritin and a plaid scarf. It's the colors of uh, the autumn, the autumnal leaves. I guess it's like they're, they're like here's ways to combat the dryness, and I love that they just assume that it's winter like yeah let's blame the weather instead of the fact that men are just becoming bigger and bigger bitches every year (laughs) (laughs) not you guys who watch dumpster fire those other guys out there those beta males you know the ones the ones who are male feminists and and who don't wear sheath underwear and who don't wear sheath underwear (laughs) 
If you need to keep your Merkin nice and pH balanced, <laughs> do we have a sponsor for you? <laughs> We'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsors, Sheath Underwear and Fume. Sheath Underwear was created by an Iraq war veteran to help keep his parts dry and not stuck to his leg, which is why Sheath has the dual pouch system. It is a ingenious system that separates those large family jewels from the genitalia and then keeps it separate from your legs so that when you're dancing in the morning on Thanksgiving or you're working out, it just keeps the family jewels from bouncing around and you don't have to rearrange and think about them. My husband swears by these and according to him, he doesn't have to think about his nuts anymore. They also have a woman's line, which I am rocking. It's made of modal fabric so that it can keep your merkin pH balanced. They have cute little booty shorts and cheeky boy shorts. And the, the fabric is super comfortable. It's like the best hanging out in your underwear over the holiday weekend with your robe on. So go to sheathunderwear.com. Use the code dumpster to get 20% off your entire order. I know some of you said they were out. They have told me that they got their new shipment in. So go check it out. Link in the description below. Fume is the easiest way to quit smoking and vaping. It's also cool looking. Fume is a Canadian-made handcrafted wooden inhaler with no electronics and cores filled only with the benefits of super plants. So there's no smoke, no vape, no gum, none of that stuff. I love, love, love this product. And also I've heard from so many people that it has truly helped them quit. Fume naturally helps you with the hand-to-mouth replacement, which is one of the hardest parts of breaking the smoking or vaping habit. They have a whole new holiday box. These are the limited edition holiday box. There is a new pipe that they have that's made out of olive wood, which is a symbol of growth. They have the new holiday scents like spiced orange, snickerdoodle, my favorite candy cane, and also eggnog cookies, which I'm guessing would be Sam's favorite. These holiday flavors are unique to this box. Head to breathefume.com slash Bridget. That's breathefume, F-U-M dot com slash Bridget. Use the code Bridget to get 10% off your order and give yourself the gift of a smoke-free, vape-free life today. The link is in the description below. They're so bouncy. Can you move one peck at a time, Bridget? (laughs) (laughs) Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and my buttons. Make sure you write home and tell Ma and Pa about us. You know, you should do this Thanksgiving. You should gather everyone around and then show them an episode of Dumpster Fire. (laughs) Have a little family viewing of your favorite show on the internet. It's a great conversation starter. (laughs) That's for sure. All right. California. California sued for placing biological males in women's prisons. Good. It's about time. Women! Women! I don't really have much to say about that other than go to, it's Wolf, Women's Liberation Front. There's a whole webpage that explains all their lawsuits, support their lawsuits if you want to. They're going after all of these ridiculous and completely unjust kind of practices that are occurring for women in prisons in particular. Well, this is, again, Fetacy predicted this a few weeks ago because what actually happened was exactly what we said would happen, which was a plaintiff, Crystal Gonzalez, says she was sexually assaulted by a biological male 
transferred to Central California Women's Facility. And when she filed a grievance and requested to be housed away from men, the prison's response was they referred to her, her alleged attacker as a trans, transgender woman with a penis. Which is fucking garbage bullshit. I'm glad they're suing. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go donate to their freaking legal defense fund. These women don't have anyone speaking for them either. So good for Wolf for actually speaking up because it's fucking bullshit. Patriarchy so crafty. J.K. Rowling will not be featured in Harry Potter's 20th anniversary special after her controversial tweets about transgender people. Speaking of turfs, Avada Kedavra. <laughs> they would be nothing without her. It's really, I mean, talk about entitlement and just the ti- the the complete lack of awareness that you would even think that you as a superstar would exist without jk rowling's books and creations yeah she made you and this is how you thank her although we were joking that she accomplished what lucas could never do which is separate himself from his fandom <laughs> sure you can okay. out just like you i just uh, I, I had nothing when i started they like follow him in elevators and get mad at him and she's like oh they all hate me great i don't Fantastic. need to hear about it i don't need wizards following me around the world <laughs> They're like, we hate you. She's like, thank God. I can move on with my life in peace. Sam made a good point. She was like, yeah, sure, pay me tons of money. She's obviously getting paid for it. It's still her intellectual property. Mm. And sure, pay me heaps of money to not show up and be lectured by a bunch of young people that I made who got mad at me for saying that only women can menstruate. Like, how ridiculous. How? How do we live in this world? She's been labeled. We are living in a metaverse. By this, <laughs> she's been labeled Eject. by this transphobic brush that it's just like she's not a transphobe. <laughs> well, and even in in the article too, it showed a series of her tweets where she says, "You know, I'm not against trans people. I will support trans people if they're being attacked, but I can still also be in defense of women and say that." women are women and right. trans people are trans people. Which is exactly where we stand. You're on dumpster fire. Women! Women! All, all the Harry Potter fans are going to come for us I don't now. give a shit. I'm a Harry <laughs> Potter fan. I'd go to the premieres at midnight, wait in line with my witch hat and... Like I'm afraid of a bunch of Harry Potter fans. <laughs> I'd be afraid if like all the extraction fans came for us. <laughs> Or like all the John Wick fans. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fair John enough. What yeah, they, you're like, what, what are they, they gonna do? Wave a stick at me? They're like, Abracadabra! <laughs> it's Avada Kedavra. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get J.K. Rowling a Merkin that says women. <laughs> and then we come to R.I.P. This one's so sad. This is the saddest R.I.P. we've probably ever done. <sighs> Everyone pour one out for our comrade, Better Fetacy. Lost in the culture wars on Twitter. Deleted from Twitter. Too Gone too soon. <laughs> I will remember you. Will you remember me? Don't let your you know what pisses me off, though, is that this motherfucking parody account of mine faked their death before I had a chance to. <laughs> I stole my idea. Better Fetacy is my Twitter parody account. Better Fetacy also does writing. 
It's good we have Luna to explain this to because some people in our audience might be like, because <laughs> Better Fantasy. <laughs> Better Fantasy is my parody account. It was a Twitter account, and Thanks. they got suspended for basically impersonating me. Which is insane because in their bio it says they're a parody account. Yeah. yeah. And it was the third strike, so they're gone forever. Suspended permanently. They were targeted. Ciao. Gone to the glue factory. It's so weird that my parody account has haters. I know. <laughs> that means you've really made it. I'm just so mad that my parody account got out of the culture wars before I did. This is bullshit. They're sitting on a beach earning 20%. My parody account was supposed to take over my account while I disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late, Bridget. <sighs> Better Fantasy does still, however, do research <laughs> and writing for this show. They're still searching for a way back in. They're still looking for a way back in. I think they should do uh, open a Twitter account, Zombie Better Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Or even, even better, better fantasy. Yeah, that was Darren's idea. All right. Then we have Conspiracy Corner with Sammy Flaps and Folds, a.k.a. In Folds Wars. We do need some kind of jingle. Bill Gates warns of smallpox terror attacks as he seeks research funds. And then, dun, dun, dun. Eight days later, there was a frozen smallpox vial found at a Merck lab in Philadelphia. A Merkin lab? (laughs) (laughs) But what's crazy is that, so smallpox was eradicated in the 70s. Only two locations are officially allowed to have like the frozen vials for study and research. And it's the CDC in Atlanta and a lab in Russia. But somehow they found one in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. What does it mean? I like how he warns of smallpox attacks, but it's like warns. It sounds an awful lot like a threat whenever Bill Gates says anything. Kind of like when he was like, what? He's dead. When they asked what he he should have learned about the Epstein friendship. And he's like, what? He's dead. Well, he's dead. So it's like, what have you learned about smallpox? He's like, what? I'm warning you. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all going to be dead. <sighs> it's weird that he turned out to be the villain. Never would have seen that one coming. Right? Actually, probably I would have kind seen that one coming. <laughs> I mean, he he's buying up land. Like, what? I mean, he's buying up land. Yeah, he's buying a nuclear plant, making his own energy so right. that after he blasts chalk dust into the sun, we all have to turn to him for warmth and food. And we can't go anywhere except into our metaverse. It's a well thought out scheme. So terrifying that that one person can have that much money and power. And then I thought this was hilarious. So a group of hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) We're all going to (laughs) die. Well, we'll probably be dead when this comes out. A group of 30 professors <laughs> on <inside>. Monday. <laughs> no, I mean. Oh, no, no, no. And the findings are released. I was like, I thought you meant this dumpster fire. I was like, what do, don't I know, Sam? Tell him about the conspiracy theory. What is happening? On Monday, we're all dead. I was like, damn. Get Bill like Gates a, is a coming knock for at us. the door. A group of like 30 plus professors and scientists from places like Yale, Harvard, UCLA, Brown. So they all filed the suit under the Freedom of Information Act to be like, hey, look, 
the vaccine is safe. Let's show everybody the data from Pfizer. So if there are any vaccine skeptics, you know, they can see the data and read it and see, you know, it's safe. Everybody go get it. And the FDA was like, okay, yeah, sure, but we need 55 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they said they'd release Pfizer's data in like 2076. Yeah. (laughs) Luna. (laughs) Luna just got the jab. (laughs) Luna, yeah. Luna's like, I just got that one. (laughs) Well, lucky for you, you'll be dead by the time you learn about any of the side effects. (laughs) You mean by Monday? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, by Monday. They want 55 years because we'll all be dead by then and our children will be living in space stations owned by Elon Musk and Bill Gates. With flipper feet, apparently. We are the clinical trial, folks. That's what you don't get. They can't release this information because they don't have it yet. We are the information. Guinea pigs, guinea pigs. Sam really needs a jingle. Guinea pigs. Where is my soundboard? If someone wants to come up with a jingle for Sam, go for it. I would like everybody to leave in the comments what they're grateful for this Thanksgiving because as much as we talk in this undisclosed location, I do feel like there's still a lot of joy and beauty and goodness in the world. And actually, the more you turn away from the culture wars, the happier you will find yourself. And I hope you take this weekend to do some reflection and write a gratitude list, hopefully a long one for Maggie to read (laughs) in the comments. (laughs) Just like only like 10 things you're grateful for. I'll call Bridget and read each one to her. We'll read the best ones. Mm -hmm. Dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? That was like the sickly rabbit <laughs> rabbit raccoon. <laughs> a woman mistook her AirPod for ibuprofen, swallowed it, and ultimately pooped it out. <laughs> <laughs> they, these kids are retarded. This video is actually worse than the story itself. It was. It was like her crying and clearly having some kind of emotional breakdown. One ball took a sip and then realized it wasn't ibuprofen and I tried puking it up and I woke about. TikTok is a mental illness factory, as we've said. But how do you make this mistake unless you're taking an ibuprofen because you're hammered and you're just trying to get ahead of that hangover that you know is coming and then you pop your freaking AirPod. She's like, I know I'm not the first and I won't be the last. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. It sounds like you're the first person I've heard who has swallowed their AirPod. She's um, trying to raise awareness by putting. It seems this story like she's trying there. to like lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. it's viral. like the woman who sued McDonald's because she spilled the coffee all over her lap while driving. Maybe she just confused the pod challenge. She thought it was the Tide Pod challenge. <laughs> now she's starting the AirPod challenge. How do you not notice when you pop uh, that thing in your mouth? Okay, you're drunk and you like whatever. But when you put it in your mouth, it's much bigger than an ibuprofen tablet. It's, it's not like shaped like one. Shaped yeah. Thing. How do you not notice that? It's not even like a thing that's shaped like anything else. You, like anything <laughs> you should swallow. It's like shaped sure. like an AirPod. There's nothing co-centric about it. They're that you big. would be like, I should swallow this. Yeah. I mean, what the f- I mean, I'm sorry, but these kids are really dumb. Demi Lovato says the term alien is offensive to extraterrestrials. This one's a little older, but... Oh, wait. I think we have a take. <laughs> we have a take from the Italian. Constanta. 
this is an oldie but a goodie, but we had to cover it because we never did cover it. I think we were off the week that it went viral. She said that aliens is offensive. Everything is offensive to her now that she's a they. <laughs> That's not what it is. <laughs> Everything is offensive to them, Bridget. <laughs> Breaking Bridget. <sighs> this one's more heartbreaking. This is heartbreaking, Bridget. <laughs> yeah. Drug overdoses reached a record high of 100,000 over the last year. Yeah, this is tragic. I, I'll try not to cry. I just wanted to draw attention to it. I'm sure you probably heard about it as somebody who's in recovery and uh, this easily could have been me, should have been me. Many of the people I know easily could have been us. Uh, this one just like hit me in my heart so much and it barely gets a mention. You know, the thing that kills me about this is that when we went into lockdowns and people were separated from, uh, they say that alcoholism is a disease of isolation. And there was a lot of talk about the lockdowns and the response to them and saying that there would be these other secondary deaths that would occur and people who were in program and needed support and addicts in particular would disproportionately suffer under these conditions. And everybody was like, oh, no, that's not true. And then some numbers, kind of early numbers came out and they were like, see, we told you that the, the suicides and that the... And that the overdoses wouldn't be that bad. And now, well, these numbers came out and it's 100,000 overdose deaths, 30% more than the year before, April 2019 to 2020, wow. April 2020 to April 21. Yeah, 30% increase. That's in, that is insane and tragic. And we also have a fentanyl problem, which we're not talking enough about. As much as you being a junkie was dangerous and horrible, you could kind of be a junkie for like 20 years before fentanyl came on the scene. Fentanyl is a game changer. It it kills you in years. You If you're doing drugs and shooting drugs, and now it's even in cocaine. We lost a comedian who OD'd on cocaine that was laced with fentanyl. It's pretty much in everything. And you don't have that kind of uh, time to even get help or recover. You're going to probably die in a couple of years if you're out there doing drugs. The numbers in San Francisco are horrific. It is killing hundreds of thousands of Americans. And there doesn't seem to be really, it's like a number that just doesn't, you know, matter and they're just making narcan super expensive which help is the thing you give people if they're overdosing yeah i'll get emotional if i talk too much about it because it just i the this one just hits close to home and if you know people who are struggling reach out check on them if you are struggling try and help reach out to some kind of resource and get help i'm very worried about the mental health crisis and and the drug crisis and the deaths of despair that are occurring. And these are these kind of secondary, like, oh, wow, yeah, you lock up a bunch of addicts and of course they're going to freaking die. And for anyone out there who lost somebody to this and to anyone who's struggling with this and to anybody who knows someone who's struggling with this, trust me, I've been on the both ends of it, struggling and helping people who are struggling and losing people who are losing the battle to addiction. And call this number. There's resources. There's lots of resources. Reach out to AA or NA or call a local 
counseling center. There's so many resources for this. So you're not alone. And RIP to all the people who died and whose numbers don't matter as much because they can't be politicized. So they'll be weaponized when they need to be. But I just wanted to acknowledge them. And it's the holidays, so please, please reach out if you're struggling. This is the hard, they call this the Bermuda Triangle for addicts. Lead going into Thanksgiving, and then mm-hmm. Christmas, and then New Year's, and then I would add Valentine's Day onto that, just to kick you when you're down. Mm-hmm. So this is a tough time. Reach out if you're struggling, if you're sober, if you're in recovery, all of those things. Stay close, stay in the middle. I don't know what to say other than I'm, I'm trudging with you. <laughs> I get it. So yes, internet is glorious. Cleanse your palate. You can do it, put your back into it. Uh, I can do it, put your ass into it. Uh-huh. Fantasy news. I had Ida Rodriguez on the podcast on Walk-Ins Welcome. Please subscribe to Walk-Ins Welcome wherever it's available. And you can also check it out on all of our our video platforms. You have to check her out. She's hilarious. Go to her HBO Max special, Just a Riot. I also had a piece in Spectator, Pregnant at the End of the World, talking about how I didn't want to have kids and now I suddenly, and then I suddenly did. So check that out. Subscribe to Spectator if you can. Go to Fetacy.com. Join the community. It's a great group of people. Many of us in there are sober or, you know, trying to live a cleaner life and staying together, staying close during the holidays. So check that out. If you need some community, I would say that this is a good place. People are reaching out and talking about their struggles. It really is like a magical place. The women are all working out. It's so much sisterhood there. And also you get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire, where, my God, this week was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you don't want to miss that every Sunday. Go to BridgetPetacy.com for merch. We'll be doing a Black Friday sale. We do have some new merch coming and being designed, and we're really excited about it. Like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons. Thank you to our sponsors this week, Fume and Sheath Underwear. Thank you to Dave Yates and Ha Ha Hot Sauce. Please go buy some Ha Ha Hot Sauce for this hardworking member of the Fetacy fam. Also, thank you to uh, Better Fetacy, Matt Monroe and Andy Chandler, writing, editing, research. We can't do this without them as well. Thank you to Luna for the makeup. Yay. (laughs) She's just a brilliant makeup artist, but aside from that, being a little bit chubby and pregnant and hormonal, just having her do this makes me feel like 10,000 times better. I can't even explain it. It's a confidence thing. So thank you, Luna. And thank you to the ever-present Sam and Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Bridget. This would not exist without... Follow Sam anywhere online. And off. Just kidding. (laughs) Please don't follow me. (laughs) And then follow Maggie. She's only in the community when she uh, decides to appear like Snuffleupagus. She lurks in the shadows. She lurks in the shadows. And thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the juicy mic. Get all of your audio needs filled by Zen Pro Audio. Support small businesses that support people like us. Free speech, independent thinking, and just a good old-fashioned time. Thank you, locals. Thank you, Rumble. 
And that's it. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Be good. Be safe. Love your family. Love yourself. And don't forget, here we will be making burgers out of your sacred cows. And merkins. (laughs) (laughs) And merkins. Leather merkins. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of November 14th to November 20th. I'm Bridget Fettesy. Now make me rich! They're so (laughs) fiddly.